Welcome everyone. Bienvenidos a todos. This is Latina Hot Wife Adventures, an ethical non-monogamy podcast. This podcast contains adult explicit content meant for anyone 18 years of age or older. Please use discretion while listening. This podcast expresses my personal experiences and opinions and is not meant to be taken as medical, sexual, or any other type of professional facts or advice. I truly hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. This is Latina Hot Wife again. Uh, finally able to record and publish. Um, I know I've been wanting to, and um, I haven't been able to manage the time, or I'll start recording and have to cut it short, and the audio isn't that good, so I'm hoping this one will be okay so that I can just hurry up and put something out there. Um, But yeah, uh, I've just been really busy with things that I haven't been able to record. Um, at least nothing substantial enough for me to publish. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to come in here because, um, I don't know, I kind of feel that for me, when I listen to other podcasts and other people that you know, put their experiences out there, it seems like it always goes good for them. Most of the time, it always goes well. But that is not always the case. And I have to remind myself that, um, you know, when, when things don't go the way you planned or the way you expected, I have to remind myself that I'm not the only person. I can't be. I mean, you know, and, and yes, people post, oh, it's hard, you know, to find a, whoever we're looking for, whether if it's a single male or another couple to play with or a unicorn, whatever, whatever it is they're looking for, you know, we usually have, they usually have a hard time finding it, but, um, I really don't hear those stories that much. So that's what I kind of want to share you know, all, all the failures that, um, or, you know, stuff that just didn't pan out. Um, so I have a few of them that I, I'd wanted to share because it's not always just fun and, you know, excitement and leading to sex. And I do share, um, the experiences that weren't so good but um, not everything always leads to sex. Not I don't always we don't always get there every time. I don't always meet somebody and end up fucking them. I don't. So um, this is kind of what I wanted to talk to talk about in this episode. Um, all the stuff that didn't really go good. So um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's been a lot of. Uh, guys, a lot of guys that um, I have talked to and messaged with, and some of them didn't even get past that part because um, I don't know, it just didn't, it just didn't work out. 
Um, there, and here are some examples. Like, um, there's a guy that I was talking to, good looking. We were getting along. I, you know, communicated everything that my husband and I were looking for and expected. And he was like, all for it. You know, everything was good. And I was getting excited about this guy. But then, you know, I ask, I usually ask like, okay, well, what is it that you want? And what are you looking for? And, you know, he wanted to be, I guess, a little more dominant and stuff, which I do like. Um, But I've realized recently that I have to be clear on the dominance part um, because we're not a cuckold couple. Um, I, I don't like it when a man is dominant with me outside of the bedroom. Okay. And by that, I mean, I don't like to be bossed around and told what to do and all this stuff outside of the bedroom because I just don't have the time and or the energy, to be honest. I don't. Um, I still have to be a wife. I still have to be a parent. I still have my full-time career and I have my extended family and um, I'm not, it doesn't allow me to be the sex kitten I would like to be 24 (laughs) seven, you know, Um, and I'm also getting older. So I think my, you know, my libido And my stamina and my energy levels are just have been going down, you know, not that I don't want to have sex and all this stuff, but I just can't do it all the time. Okay. So I think a lot of guys expect me to just be on at all times. And so I just want, and I can't be the, like I said, I can't be the only one that feels this way, but just because I'm a hot wife does not make me an infomaniac. Okay. I cannot, I can't personally. Oh my God. Those women who just have to have sex every day, multiple times a day or whatever, you know, even several times a week. Wow. Good for you, them, you know? Um, but for me, I cannot, my husband can't either. We have a lot on our plate. We, Um, on average, I guess you can say we have sex maybe twice a week, um, on average, sometimes it's zero. Sometimes we have crazy weeks and we just can't manage to get to it. We're too exhausted or whatever. Um, other times will, it'll be four times a week, you know, it just give and take, but on average, maybe twice a week. Um, And I think that's normal. Um, We do get a little more sexual and stuff when um, the, we are active in the lifestyle. Like if I'm talking, if I'm going to meet somebody or if I'm going to have a play date, we do get a little friskier, you know, we get a little hornier. He desires me more. I desire him more. And it's very fun and exciting. And that helps us in, in that department. 
So I just don't have the energy to do it all the time. I even just to take pictures and stuff, I honestly don't share a lot of pictures. Um, and I just, I just can't do it. It's just not how I am. So anyways, this guy that I was talking to, he wanted, you know, and he wasn't being like cool about it. He was kind of like demanding, like he was already a bull and stuff. Um, and then what did it for me with him was that he told me that if I played with him, I can only play with him. He's like, I understand your husband. Yeah, but I don't want you to be seeing anybody else. It's only me. And I'm like, wait, what? We haven't even met. And you're already having these demands on me and my time. And, you know, and I was like, mm, no, not going to work. It's not going to work for us because that's not what we were looking for at the time. You know, still not looking for it. I, I kind of, I, I, I am open to having a boyfriend type where he would be the only person that I see. And, and I can see that happening as I get even older <laughs> than I am now with a lot less energy and a lot less, you know, time to be focused on multiple people, you know, because it does take time, you know, the messaging and sending, taking pics, sexy pics, you know, kind of that type of stuff. It's fun and I like to do it, but I just can't do it all the time. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. I'm like, ugh, you know, I just need to sit for, <laughs> and or I just need to make dinner or I just need to sit and veg out or sit with my kid or be with my husband, whatever the case may be. I don't always, I can't just get a text message saying, you know, send me a picture of your tits, you know, and I can't just be like, okay, let me go step away from, you know, I, I can't, I once in a while might be able to, but that's not always the case. And to be demanding of all of my time and energy and to tell me like, you can't fuck anyone else. It just has to be me. I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I'm not there. So um, that was it. You know, I just stopped. I'm like, it's not going to work out. And that's it. We're done. We didn't talk again. Um, another guy once told me we're talking, getting along good and stuff. And he was like asking me the same thing. Send me pictures, send me pictures, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And now what in the beginning, you know, I know in the beginning it's a little more exciting and you kind of want to show the goods and you know, okay, this is for me, this is like, okay, this is, this is what you get. You know, you get, this is what my tits look like. This is what my nipples look like. For me, I just want to put it out there. And you can pick it up and run with it if you want, or you can throw it back, whatever, you know. Um, so that's why I do share those pictures in the beginning. But it doesn't mean I'm going to be sharing them every day or every other day or weekly or whatever. I, you know, there's no set amount that I'm going to be sending. So people, I guess, in the beginning, they like it and then expect it and then are 
disappointed when they don't get it. And that's what happened to this other guy where he was demanding pictures and videos and all this stuff. And I was like, no, maybe later, you know, not right now, or, you know, I don't have time or whatever the case may be. And he was like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you're not giving me the attention I thought you would. And I was like, well, I never said, <laughs> you know, and that was in and he like blocked me and, you know, that was fine. But I, I never, I guess I should be more clear about that from the beginning and to have, so they don't have expectations that I can't match from the beginning. You know what I mean? Because people always have expectations or they're going to start with what you like, what you want, you know, and you talk to this person, everything's good. And then you realize, oh shit, it's not really what I wanted or they're not really meeting my needs and it's totally fine. But I think I should be more um, clear and transparent of what I expect and what I can provide. And I'm kind of realizing that now a little more, um, you know, now that I'm talking to more people now that um, I've been in the lifestyle a little more and in the beginning, it was a lot more exciting. You know, when you start something new, everything is exciting and you want to do it now and you want to do it big and you want to do it for a long time, you know, um, and then it kind of as you get used to it and, you know, you kind of dwindles down a little, you know, a little and a little more and not that it's dwindled out completely. We are definitely still in the lifestyle, but we're not, um, we're not as freaky as frequently as we were in the beginning, you know? So, um, I don't know. Sometimes it makes me not question if I want to be in the lifestyle. Definitely not question that. But I just I feel like there's that there's this expectation from me that I can't give, and I don't want to. And but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy it when I am in it. It doesn't mean you know it. For me, it's for us actually from my husband and I, it's more, now it's more quality versus the quantity. And I've said that before in the beginning, it was more of a numbers thing. Okay. And for me, I think I have to have a connection because physical, it just, it's just physical. I can't really get off or really enjoy it and really be pleasured and, you know, and enjoy this ecstasy of this person's body against mine, making me feel really good. And I just need a little more than just physical. I need a little more connection with the person. And, and I love to hear people's stories. I love it. I love even in a vanilla setting, you know, I, I, when I meet someone, I like to know their story and their background and, and, and all, all those little details that makes them who they are now and, and what makes them tick. I like to have that connection with people now 
and just send me pictures, send me your tits, send me your ass, send me your pussy, send this, do this, do that, or something, do this. You know what I mean? I just like, uh, okay, I want to, but it's not convenient for me because right now I am just going to do a bunch of loads of laundry and, um, I don't feel like putting a G string on, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have time to shower. I don't want to shower and my hair is greasy and it's a mess. So I don't want to send you anything sexy. You know, it's a mom thing. I think it's a wife thing. Um, I don't have that time and energy, but I do like to set aside a time for when this is the, you know, whether we're going to have lifestyle fun and I can do all those things. No problem. But I'm not going to do them at the drop of the hat because some dude is horny and wants to jerk off, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm sure you have a lot of things to look at. Um, it, it It's also a compliment. I mean, it's, it's very flattering, but I just can't do it. So um, I think I've lost several guys because of that. Um, I don't provide enough, you know, sexy material for them. Or sometimes I do provide that and then they just disappear. And I was like, okay, they just wanted the fucking videos and, and pictures of a woman. And they post like, oh yeah, we want to meet, send me this, send me that. I'll send it. And then that's it. Um, that happens too. So uh, there's people out there just collecting, posing as bulls just to, you know, just to, I don't know, expand their <laughs> collection of hot wives. I don't know. Um, yeah, which is a reason that I never send face pics because you just never know. I make sure I blur out my tattoos. I blur out my face or block it or cut it, you know, um, cut it out of the picture. And I also tend to um, blur out the background because I'm usually in my bedroom. And um, there's very specific things that are very unique to my bedroom that if... Um, a family member saw they would know exactly that it's me <laughs> and my husband. So I tend to blur that out when I post pictures or share pictures. Um, so, oh, and, I, and also because if my room's a mess, <laughs> I don't want someone to see that I've been a lazy ass or whatever. You know, that's embarrassing. Um, I think it's funny when people post pictures like the, you know, their bathroom selfies, they look good. But then I like to see everything else around the picture, like their mirror is dirty or there's stuff, a bunch of stuff on the counters or in the background, you can see the toilet or stuff on the floor. You know, I'm just like, just pick up after yourself or blur it out. I don't want to see that. I just want to see the sexy you, not your dirty ass room or bathroom. Um, but yeah, that's just me. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I think I've lost a lot of guys because I just don't give what they want and I'm not going to, if I don't feel like it, I'm not going to, um, I I'll be nice about it. I'll be like, maybe later I'll send you this, whatever. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel it. I want to share this. And I do. Um, another thing is that I have a, I do have a lot of pictures, but they're older pictures, you know, and, um, I've, I've, I've mentioned before, I've kind of 
lost some weight, you know, during towards the end of the pandemic. And, and I feel like I look totally, I look not totally different, but I do look different. And, um, and yeah, I just need new material and I haven't had the chance to, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I, guys are visual, I guess. I mean, you know, that's pretty much what it is. They're visual creatures and they like to see that stuff, but doesn't mean I'm just going to drop everything and, and do as they command. Anyways, um, so I've lost, yeah, I've lost guys like that. Um, what else? Um, sometimes, I don't know, they're just, I, I guess there are some people that just don't really don't listen um, and you can tell right away via messaging or text or whatever that they are not listening. And for example, there was this guy who I read his profile on Cassidy and it was good. And on this profile, he wrote, oh, ask me, ask me about, you know, the one time I had the crazy threesome or something like that, you know? And I was like, okay. He said something that was kind of catchy. And I was like, okay, that's your hook. And I'm I'm hooked. I want to know. So we started, I messaged him, messaged me back. We started writing. And, and then like, you know, we just said hello. We weren't really corresponding very much. We would just got to the hello part and introductions and whatever. And then I said, okay, well, I have a few questions for you. Number one, you know, I asked him a question. Number two, I asked him another question. Number three, you know, what is this crazy threesome that you were talking about? You know, not, you, you got my attention. I'm curious. And then he responded and didn't answer any of my three questions. And he just, I don't know what he responded with, but and I was like, okay. So then I told him, you didn't answer my questions. And then he's all like, okay, sorry, sorry. And then he replied to like the, he answered the first question, but he didn't answer the second or the third, which then started like, okay, well, in your profile, you say, ask me about this. I asked you about, about it. And I asked you more questions. And I think this is a way of letting you know, I'm interested in these things you know, and he, he wasn't reading it. He was, I don't know, just wasn't answering my questions. So that tells me he's not really reading what I'm asking him or what I'm writing, which is a sign to me that he's not interested in me, number one. And number two, he's not going to listen to me when we're in person talking, which is going to transition to the bedroom. He's not going to listen to what I want and need in the bedroom. So that's it. I'm like, nope, no more. <laughs> I asked you a few times. I gave you a few chances and that was it. Nothing's going to come out of it. So, you know, there's another one. So, you know, on to the next. <laughs> so there's a lot of these things where it gets, it can get really frustrating and redundant to be talking to these guys or, you know, it is just the only way to get to the good ones or the ones that 
you do end up spending time with is to go through all the bad. You know what I mean? Lucky for you, if you get the first one and it's a perfect match and you guys are seeing each other for a long time or meeting your needs for one night sad, whatever. Perfect. But it doesn't always happen that way. And it didn't happen for me that way. It, you know, um, I've throughout all these number guys, number one and two and three and four, there's a lot in between there that I had to go through in order to get to number two, number three, number four, you know, and so on. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, share things like that to let people, hot wives and bulls know, um, that this, 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 these things are issues, you know? Um, another thing that I, that does get my attention from single males is when they say more than a few sentences in their introduction and, um, you know, more than like, let's meet for drinks. Like, really? That's, that's it. That's, I can, you know, you have to give me some, you have to give something more. Um, because there's a lot of people that say we should meet up. Let's meet for drinks. You're sexy we should hook up, you know, or, or I would like to be, you know, in, you know, I would like to be in part of your bedroom or whatever. I would like to join you or, you know, these simple one-liners, everyone's busy, but you should make the effort to try to get to know or try to put your information down, which I think it saves time for you in the long run, even though it might take you a little more time to type a paragraph or two or whatever, it does take longer than the one line, one liners that, you know, people send out. But in the long run, it's going to save you time because it'll help you filter through, you know, the ones that you don't want. And it helps the couple or the wife or whomever, or the unicorn, whomever you're, you're trying to talk to, it helps them filter out and know whether it's going to be a match quicker rather than later. You know what I mean? Sooner rather than later. Um, because if you have these one-liners, okay, maybe, maybe some men will re reply, but then you have to go, okay, step by step. Okay. Do you like this? And do you like that? If you just forget, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. This is what I can give. Boom. There it is. It's all there. And with all respect, here I am, take it or leave it pretty much. And, oh, I love that. I love it when they send all of this information about themselves and I'm not, you don't have to go into details about everything, but in the general stuff, the main, main, main things and, um, and what you're looking for, give the woman a compliment, address the man as well, address if they have a significant other, address them as well. Um, don't just talk to the wife. It's usually, I think for me, I'm the one that's mostly corresponding, but I do like it when they do still acknowledge my husband, even before meeting them, because he's the one, your significant other. For me, it's my husband. He's the one that needs to give the green flag. You know what I mean? He's the one that gives the okay. He's the, he's the man in charge. 
he may not be visible. He may not be, you know, talking to the guy right away. Eventually he will, but he's the one that gets me and gets us to that point. And so um, I think that's very important to keep in mind for bulls and single males and unicorns even. Um, they need to address both uh, both people in a relationship or who or whomever it is that you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get into their pants, you know, <laughs> you have to make a good impression. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've received a lot of messages that I'm just like, oh, you know, sorry, it's not even, honestly, it's not even worth my time sometimes even responding. And it's just like, no, thanks. That's it. I'm not going to go into it, whatever. Guys get pissed off sometimes they get hurt or I, I why haven't you responded and blah 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 I know you've yeah I know you've seen my message I know you're on here you know and I'm like oh, okay shit okay that's where you're getting a little too aggressive or too pushy or possessive or whatever it is you want to call it it's too much and we haven't even spoken so no not gonna I'm not gonna go there um <clears throat> So yeah, it's like things like this. Like I said, I've seen a lot, gone through a lot. Um, I do have some examples of some guys. Um, like sometimes, so there's all these, you know, that I've messaged and it didn't go nowhere. And then there are some that it went past that and it went to the meet and greet. I usually like to do a meet and greet. It's usually one-on-one with me and and the guy and if I like him and if everything's good then I'll bring in my husband um you know um and then I have to get my husband's final okay before we can proceed to have sex usually okay I'm not saying that I've never just like in <laughs> in my past episodes I have met guys in a hotel and just fuck them and then that was it um not saying that that's hasn't happened or not going to happen in the future it all just depends on the situation and how things are going and um and how slutty i feel maybe <laughs> um with my husband i think he honestly i think he would be okay if he feels the guy's safe and he feels i'm safe and he's nearby he, he would be like go for it the the sluttier you are the better um, but, but like I said, I do have to have a little bit of a connection in order to be able to truly enjoy myself. Um, so <clears throat> I have gone past just the, the texting and messaging. Um, I've met guys and it didn't go any further. So I'm just going to go through a few examples of some guys that I talked to and messed around with, but these are guys that I didn't have sex with. That's why I didn't assign a number to them because I just, I just, we never fucked. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, penis and the vagina, vag vaginal penetration. Um, so anyways, um, there was this guy that I met. Um, he was one of the first black guys that I met and he was older, an older gentleman. I believe he was in the Navy. And um, we met for coffee, talked, got along good. 
then we we were like in this little like cute shopping center and so we decided to go for a little walk around the shopping center stuff to keep talking because we had already been I think in the coffee shop for maybe an hour we were talking really good the conversation was good so we decided to walk around and he grabbed my hand and we were walking and holding hands this is the first time that, and this is towards the beginning, the beginning of the lifestyle when we first started that first year, um, he, we were walking around holding hands and it was a little awkward for me because obviously I haven't held anyone's hand like that in public with anybody besides my husband for many, 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 many years. So it was a little awkward for me. Um, but I knew my husband would love it. And he did. Oh my God. When I told him that he just freaking went crazy and just, you know, I benefited from it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it, it was a first, it was definitely a first. Um, I was okay with it, but then we went to his car and we were making out and we, you know, um, I don't, I didn't give him a blowjob. I played with him. He took it out and I was playing with his dick. Um, I was giving him a job and he was, you know, sucking on my tits. We were making out and he did finger me. Um, he was good and he was so good. He kind of made me squirt a little. I don't know if I've mentioned before, but yes, I can squirt and I do, but it has to be in, I have to be in the right mindset. So it doesn't happen very often. Um, I have to be very turned on and I was very turned on. And I think just, it was kind of one of the first, it wasn't the very first time, but one of the first guys that I kind of started talking to and did this type of play we were in his car, like I said, he was fingering me. It made me, I didn't full on squirt. Don't, I mean, don't imagine this gushing waterfall. No, um, it wasn't like that. It was just extra um, liquidy moistness. And um, it was good. I really liked it. Um, I can squirt without having an orgasm. Um, so I don't, I didn't have an orgasm. I was close to it, but I, I was very turned on, but I don't know what it was that kind of pulled me back. I pulled back a little and then I wasn't able to get myself to that point where I could climax and have an orgasm. And I don't know. I don't know if I was too much in my head or what it was, but then I was just like, no, this isn't going to work. And even though everything was good, everything was good. There was just something missing that I didn't connect enough to pursue it and continue with him. And so after that day, that was it. I just ended it and I just said it was not going to work or whatever. So I, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I feel bad about it because I don't, I don't regret, regret it. I think it, it wouldn't have worked out 
even if I pursued it. But um, yeah, it kind of sucked, you know, I think it, it could have turned into something good had there been that connection for me. Um, but there wasn't, you know, and, it, you know, and I lose them like that. I'm not saying I don't, I don't want to put the impression that it doesn't work out with guys because something I, uh, they did or anything. Sometimes it's me. It's just me. I just don't, don't connect that way with them or maybe we get along a lot of the times we get along good and the conversation's good but then when we try to do the sexy stuff it just um like uh no it just there isn't it just totally lost in translate translation like it doesn't transition from one from talking and, and and communicating and getting along to the bedroom it doesn't always happen and um and I think that was just one of them that I realized it wasn't going to happen. So um, anyways, so that was that. There was this other guy. He was a Mediterranean guy. Good looking. And he was one of the first like Mediterranean. I don't even know where he was from. I forgot. But he was like Mediterranean. Um, you know, a dark, dark skin, um, beautiful eyes. Um and I met him one-on-one -on -one at like a bar, like a dive bar or, or a brewery, something like that. Um, and the conversation was good. I was getting a little tipsy. I remember I was like, whoa, it's kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of drinking a couple beers. I drank a couple beers a little too fast. And I was already feeling it. But anyways, um, we flirted a lot. Conversation was good. Um, I think he was kind of full of himself a little bit. Um, but I, you know, and I was like, okay. And this was again, towards the beginning of the lifestyle, the first year probably. And, um, anyway, so with him, everything was good. And I had some, my few <laughs> couple beers and I was getting tipsy, which meant I was getting horny. And so we, decided to go to his car and I remember it was a parking garage where you have to like go down and this is parking garage is all dark in there and um, we went into his car and we started messing around um this one was kind of this story is a little bit more exciting now now that I'm remembering um but anyways um so we're in his car we're messing around of course they always want to of course the tits and the pussy um, and he was all over my tits, you know, kissing and all that stuff. Um, and he pulled out his dick. It was pretty good sized dick. It was nice. And I gave him a blowjob. You know, I just started sucking on his dick and he was playing with my pussy and grabbing my ass. You know, he was sitting, we were in the back seat and he was sitting, I think in the middle I don't know why he was sitting in the middle, but he was sitting in the middle and I was like sitting right next to him. And, you know, I was kind of like bent over, you know, sucking his dick. So my ass was up a little bit up in the air, but it was like against the, the, the door. And so he was, you know, he, I remember he had to squeeze his hand like between my ass and the door. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't move over, but, um, <clears throat> So we were doing that and, um, 
he was going to finish and he ended up jerking off and he came. I think he like bent me over like he made me go forward like between like I'm going towards the front seat like between the the driver's side and the passenger side. So my ass was kind of like in front of him and he came like that I guess like looking at my ass or whatever he's touching my ass and he jerked off and and he came like on my thighs like the back of my thighs or something like that. And um so that was really fun and exciting. But, um, as after that, I didn't come, I didn't have an orgasm or anything after that. Um, I think by then I was like sober enough to drive home and, but I was really horny. It was a really, really fun experience. And I was, he was kind of dominant enough in the bedroom that it really turned me on. So I'm driving home and my husband actually was, um, he was close by, he was at work, but I was, I had to get home. So I was on the phone with him telling him what happened, this, this, and that. And I was really horny. And then I told him, I really want to play with myself. I, I can't wait to get home, but it was still a little bit of a drive. So he was like, well, just, why don't you just pull over and you know, play with yourself and finish yourself off. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, pull over. And I was like, okay. And I pulled over and he kind of, you know, because um, this is, I'm, I'm a brat sometimes. So <laughs> I think he knows that I would be like, yeah, okay, I'll pull over. But I wouldn't for re- like really pull over. I was just would say that. And so he had me, I had to send him a picture of where I was and to show that I was like parked and pulled over to prove that I did what he said. (laughs) And I, that's it. And I think we, we had to get off the phone and then I don't remember if we got on the phone or not, but I did masturbate and finish myself off. So that was, that was fun. That was really fun. Once I had my orgasm and I could be as loud as I wanted to, I was really wet, played with myself, um, made myself come. I yelled and everything. No one was around. I was like pulled over, you know, near a park, but not in a place where people, you know, can see. Um, so that was it. I had my screaming orgasm and then went home. And so that was fun. But the thing with him is with this guy, um, is that, um, I think we were planning on a threesome and my husband was going to meet him. And this was in the beginning where we still didn't know how to pursue things and stuff. And I would still get very anxious and nervous, even though I had already met him and the same for my husband, he would get very anxious and nervous And a lot of the times our anxiety levels would be so much, so high that we start kind of bickering about things and then it starts being not fun. And that was one of those occasions 
where it was down to the day we were supposed to meet him and get a room. And I was super anxious and my husband was getting very anxious as well and very irritated with me um, because I couldn't make up my mind on a lot of things like even what to wear or how are we going to meet or, you know, how, who's going to talk and who's going to say what. And, and, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know. I just got very nervous. And so we decided to cancel. We, so we did cancel the day of. And after that, and I think we had, I think also we were supposed to meet with him and we postponed two other times we postponed the date because of the same thing the anxiety and stuff for us um i i at that time it's embarrassing you don't know what to share i guess i should have shared and been more open not not necessarily all the details but i should have been more open with that guy about what we were going through and what we were struggling with to get to where we wanted to with him um but we didn't. We were just like, oh, sorry, something came up. Can't make it. We need to postpone, you know, whatever, whatever. I'll make it up to you, you know, that type of stuff. Um, but the day of, we canceled. And I think that was it for him. And he just, pff, he just ghosted. He's disappeared. I don't blame him at all. I mean, I kind of wish we would have gone through. I think he was very sexy. It could have been good. Um, but we, at that moment, at that time, we just weren't ready for that or for him, I think. So, you know, that was another one that I lost. <laughs> um, let's see. I have a list of these guys. Um, oh, um, there was, okay. So there was one time I was meeting this guy and he was a bigger guy, like overweight guy. Um, he had lost a lot of weight but he still needed more to go. Um, I met him for dinner. The, uh, at this one, my husband actually went, he was at the parking lot of where we were eating dinner, but my husband didn't tell me. So he was kind of being a, a, a perverted spy, super spy and spying on me, <laughs> spying on us. So, um, so that was, you know, I didn't find out until after, um, soon after the date ended, but, um, but anyways, this guy, I'm like, okay, he's not super attractive, but he's cool, whatever. I'll see it through. Um, we were getting along good and, um, we decided to go back to his car, you know, to make out a little bit and stuff. And we did. Um, and right away he went straight for the tits, which is totally fine. But I do tell them I am very sensitive with my tits. Um, they, I do like licking and sucking, nibbling, light nibbling. I don't like biting. I don't like pulling. I do not like pain. My nipples are super sensitive. I don't like it. It makes me anxious. Even if you overly rub a nipple over and over and over and over, like if you're like, twiddling it in your fingers over and over and over. it makes me anxious it makes me like super anxious anyways um but they are very sensitive um to the point where if you lick them and play with them right it can they can make me come like if i'm on the verge of coming touch them and boom that's it that's the, the switch that just 
sends me over the edge. Um, but I had told him they're very sensitive and he was very aggressive, like biting and pulling. And then I would say like, Oh no, you know, it hurts not so hard, you know, whatever. And he's like, okay, okay. And then he continues and he kept doing it the same thing. And it was, it was frustrating me and it started, and it was, it was just not enjoyable anymore. Um, he was just too much and that was it. And, you know, I politely said, you know, I was leaving. Okay. You know, just, you know, I didn't say that was the issue. Um, I did keep telling him not so hard and to stop, not go softer, not so aggressive, go easy. You know, they're sensitive. You know, I kept saying that, but he wasn't listening to me. He just kept doing right what he wanted to do. So, yeah. So that's, that's a big part of that. That's a big thing that irritates me and frustrates me when someone's not listening to what I'm saying. So, um, so that was it after that. No more. I didn't want to see that guy anymore. Um, and then after I ended the day and I was leaving the car, my husband called me. He said, Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> Which made me feel kind of good. Um, I wasn't scared like he was going to do something to me, but it easily could have happened. And I was kind of grateful that my husband was there, you know, at the moment. And I just had, I was just relieved that he was there. Um, but yeah, um, I think that was it. That was it with him. <sighs> what else? Oh, there was another black guy that I was talking to. And with him, this is when, I guess this happened a little further down a few years into the lifestyle where I wanted to date and get to know the person a little more. And, um, and so, um, with this guy, we actually did go on a couple of dates. Um, we went out to dinner, to dinner one time and we just, I think we just like kissed and made on the car a little bit and that was it and then we met for another day a second date and we actually went to the movies which was really nice it was really nice we kissed in the movie theater a little bit not much um I'm the type of person that if I go see a movie I actually want to see the movie <laughs> you know I don't mind a few minutes of distraction but I'm not gonna make out with you and suck your dick in a movie theater either so um yeah um I did establish that in the beginning and he agreed. He said he was the same way. I think we kissed one time for maybe like a couple minutes and then that was it. Um, and it didn't work out with this guy because he was getting kind of possessive. Like we hadn't had sex, right? We, at this point, I think we, we messed around. Oh, I also think we went for coffee as well. Anyways, um, he ended up when, okay, so the, the, the movie date, let me finish with the movie date, the movie date, um, we ended up going to his car. I don't remember. We ended up going to a car. I think it was my car and we were kissing and touching and he, I think was like fingering me and I was touching his dick. Um, I never sucked his dick. 
Um, but my husband and this one, he was in the parking lot as well watching. I knew he was this time. And so um, I made sure that we were outside, standing outside, um, you know, by the car, kissing and hugging before we got in the car so that my husband can see. And that was pretty exciting. I think my husband kind of ended up taking pictures of us as well from a distance. So you can't really see um, our faces or anything. But it got to the point where he, yeah, he got possessive a little bit, like telling me not, not telling me that I kind of telling me like if I couldn't have sex with anyone else except for him. And I was like, well, the same thing as the first guy I talked about, it was very similar. And I was like, no, I never, I wanted, I, I did say I wanted to date and, and hang out and stuff, but I never said I wanted to be exclusive. And he kind of, that's what he kind of wanted or de- was kind of demanding. And I don't know, he just got like possessive. Like if I was already his and I'm like, we haven't even fucked, you haven't met my husband you're still a potential bull, not my bull yet. So yeah, it didn't, I wasn't settling right. And so that's what ended. Oh, another thing is um, his oral hygiene wasn't very good. So yeah, that's a big turnoff. Like guys, take care of yourself. You know, you expect a woman to smell, be, you know, to smell good be shaved, waxed, whatever, polished, peeled, everything. And we do that, you know, maybe not everyone. I can't speak for everyone, but I know for a lot of women, hot wives and and unicorns and, you know, we take care of our appearance and, you know, our looks and, and our hygiene. It should be the same for the guys. Um, so the, yeah, that was definitely a big turn off. So it was easy to, it was easy for me to drop that guy. Um, there was another black guy that I was talking to, um, and we kind of just lost touch, but we did end up meeting at a bar for drinks. We met at this bar. I think we had appetizers and then the bar closed like early and, and we were having such good conversation that we decided to go to a bar across the street and we continued it there. Um, but it was a little louder there cause it's, it was open later. So there was, um, loud music and stuff. Um, so it was a little harder to communicate, but we had a good time. And then he walked me to my car and we kissed, you know, for a few minutes you know, by the side of my car outside. My husband wasn't there this time, but, um, it was, it was, it was a good time. I had a really good time. Um, I can feel, I remember I can feel his big heart on <laughs> through his pants all pressed up against me. That's hot. It kind of reminds me of like high school and stuff. So it was, it was, it was fun and exciting. And yeah, it was something kind of different a little bit because he was being a gentleman but kind of dirty like 
making out with me and kind of pressing himself against me and rubbing, you know, rubbing my ass and stuff. So, um, so yeah, that was nice. But we were messaging and we kind of lost touch because this is pre pre pandemic time. So by the time the pandemic hit, um, we kind of just lost touch. I think I could probably get a hold of them, but I haven't really tried. So I don't know if we just lost touch. Um, that's another one. Um, you know, a lot of them are different reasons, but anyways. Okay, so here's a good one, you guys. <laughs> this guy, I I um, went um, to get a tattoo. I went to get a tattoo tattoo and this is during the pandemic when things were opening up the first time and um this was really exciting because it wasn't planned and it's kind of like in the vanilla world that it happened but this my tattoo my tattoo artist I picked him through his artwork I, I liked his his um art uh tattoo art and so I picked him to do this intricate tattoo on my arm and um and so met up with him whatever planned everything sent pictures did, did everything so finally i'm there and i am getting my tattoo and then he you know we start talking and he's kind of flirting with me and i was like okay this guy kind of likes me and 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 i got really nervous because I've never really talked to somebody in the vanilla world or a stranger in the vanilla world about the lifestyle. I've never had to do that. So this is really like the first time that I was doing that, um, you know, with a complete stranger. So I gathered up my, my courage and I told them, well, you know, I don't know how it started, but I was like, oh, well, my husband's okay if I talk to guys. He's all like, oh, really? And I said, yeah, because I'm a hot wife. And he's like, oh. And I was like, do you know what that is? And he said, no. So I was like, oh, let me tell you what that is. <laughs> and so I explained to him, you know, my husband gives me permission to have, you know, sexual encounters with other men. He's like, oh, interesting. And then he, and then the flirting really, you know, kicked it up a notch and, and really started flirting. And it was, it was, it was fun. It was exciting. It made the whole experience a whole lot better, um, you know, going through the pain of getting tattooed. Um, I did get a little nervous because I didn't want him to get too distracted, but it, there was a point where um, he kind of like, asked like if he had a chance he's like well what about me would you be with someone like me and I said yeah but then he asked me well what about penis size does that matter and I was like oh shit this guy has a little dick <laughs> but it was, you know but the whole experience was just it was okay it made it fun and exciting so it didn't matter to me at that point and I was like well it just depends on how you use it you know there's other things you can do, you know, it's not just all about the penis. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. 
And so, you know, there was a point where, um, like I said, he was doing this tattoo on my arm. My arm was kind of like angled and hanging down. So my hand was near his lap. And and I told him to get closer. And then he's like, oh, okay. He got closer. And I can feel that he had a heart on. So I kind of like with my fingertips very slowly and gently started rubbing, you know, the little head, you know, of his penis, his heart on over his pants, you know, and, and he just kept like trying to continue and be cool and professional and, and I'm just slowly just like petting it, you know, and that was very exciting and very naughty. I just, I couldn't believe that I had done that. So anyways, so we, we kept flirting and then, you know, he didn't mention anything of it. You know, he didn't say anything pointed out or anything, but I think that gave him the courage to be like, so can, would you like to see me? Would you like, what would, what do you do? Like, do you meet a hotel? You know, he started asking me questions and then, and then he's like, well, I have somebody that I need to see right now for another, you know, tattoo that he has to do. So he was like, um, do you want to meet at a hotel or something? You know, there's one across right here, you know? <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't have that time. And I said, but I would like to see you really quick. And I said, if you want to meet, you know, in a parking lot or something somewhere, he's like, okay. So then my tattoo was done. It was finished. It was beautiful. Everything normal, took pictures, like professional, acted normal, professional around other people. But when it was, we were, he was tattooing me and we were close, like closer together. That's when we were, you know, communicating stuff. It's not like everyone heard or anything. We were being very discreet about it. Anyway, so then finally, I, I think I had his number or whatever we were messaging and I left and when I was in the car, I called my husband and I asked him for permission if I can give my tattoo artist a blowjob. And he was home cooking dinner, <laughs> cooking dinner. And he was like, okay, go ahead. And he's, from what he told me, it was very hot. It was kind of, it is kind of like a cuckold thing, a cuckold thing where he's at home with our kid and he's cooking dinner, you know, making a family dinner for us. And I'm over here getting a tattoo about to suck my tattoo artist dick. So yeah, it was very hot and very exciting. And so, yeah, so we finally met up, went to a nearby place you know, it was very deserted. He pulled, I was there first. He pulled up. I jumped in his car in the back, went at it right away, started making out, pulled it out right away. And, um, I told him that he had to record with my phone and he's like, okay. And so he recorded and I did mention that that's a requirement that I record. Oh, I did show him videos too. I forgot. Um, I did mention that I have to record my sessions, record them and take pictures and stuff to share with my husband. 
and he asked if he could see one and I did show him one where I was getting fucked. So, and I didn't mind showing him because he literally was staring at my face. So I, it's fine. Um, I do let guys record with my phone. Um, and it, it, I'm fine if it records my face cause it's my phone. I won't share it with them if it has my face, but, um, yeah, it's for my husband and I. So, um, anyways, I shared, I showed him a video and he liked it. He thought it was hot. So anyways, so when we were in the car, I told him that we had to record and he did, he recorded me giving him a blowjob and it was small. It definitely was small. Not the smallest I've had in my life, but it was small. Um, but it was just the whole experience. I loved it. It was new and it was exciting. And I've never done anything ever in my life like that to just suck a stranger's dick. And it was very exciting. I know that he wanted to see me after that again. It didn't work out. I do have to go back to get my tattoo touched up. So you know, story, you know, might continue. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was very exciting. Finished. He came into my mouth. I swallowed it all and I went home. Um, and as soon as I got home, hubby took me to the bedroom and asked me what had happened. I gave him a, a brief summary of what had happened and he just, bend me over and just fuck the shit out of me. <laughs> and that was, and I was wet, you know, the whole experience and it was hot and sexy and naughty. And it, it was just so much fun and it was wonderful. Um, and yeah, I'm probably going to see him again soon. I don't know if I'm going to do anything. Um, his dick was small, like I said, um, but it was very cute, very fun experience. And he was just blown away by what I was telling him. I can tell. And yeah. And he said, yeah, I, I, my wife would never <laughs> want me to play or her to play or nothing. So I think he was very excited that I did play with him. Um, but, and then that's another thing he's married. So I was like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> I just feel bad. I didn't. I didn't want to, at that point, I'm trying to move away from married guys. But, um, but yeah, I think just the whole thing was exciting for, for myself and my husband and even for him. Um, but I just, that was it. I just never really planned to see him again like that. Um, but like I said, I might see him again soon. Um, Oh, there was another guy that I saw very recently. I'm talking this year in 2021. Um, I saw him. There's He was a white guy. The way I started talking to him, because I wasn't actively looking for anyone. Um, I have a, I have a profile on FetLife.com. Fet as in fetish, F-E-T life l-i-f-e.com um and i go on there once in a while to just check it and a female so happened to message me just a few days prior 
and pretty much she's saying, oh, I have a friend. He's really cool. Um, he's just looking for someone to play with. I read your profile. Sounds like you could be a good match. Um, I used to play with him, but I don't play with him anymore because I have a boyfriend now. So kind of like out of the lifestyle. So, um, she's just, and I was like, oh, well, that seemed nice. You know, she's an old, an old fuck buddy who's trying to hook him up. Okay. So that kind of says a lot about him to have someone trying to help a friend out. You know, he must be a good guy if she's trying to help him out. And, um, I ended up talking to him. We ended up messaging and he's older than me. He's about nine years, nine to 10 years older than me. Um, and we were getting along good. He did, he would send a lot of selfies and dick pics, even if I didn't ask for them. He did warn me that he sends a lot, but I didn't think it was going to be as much as what he actually sent. So, um, so yeah, um, wasn't settling very good, but anyways, conversation was good, you know, continued to talk to him. I would send him pictures. He was always asking me for pictures though. Um, once in a while we'll send him pictures, but not, not, not very often. Finally decided to meet. We met for coffee and he again, just was not listening to me. Um, actually he did most of the talking. I do want to get to know people, but there's a give and take in conversations. If you're really interested in the person, um, and I don't think he was that interested in me as a person. Um, it was awkward in the beginning because we, you know, I felt like I had to come up with questions because he wasn't questioning anything, saying anything or, or asking me questions or anything. And I would even say, is there anything you want to know? He's like, no, you look beautiful. And I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> you know? Um, okay. So I felt like, okay, well, I guess I got to come up with questions and I would ask him questions and that would just set him off. He would go on and on and on. He was dropping celebrity names you know, professional athlete names. And I know this person, that person and blah, blah, blah. Oh, this guy, you know, this guy and da, 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 da. Oh, this guy's a comedian. You know who he is and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I kind of wanted to get to know you as a person, not who you know, but, and then that was it. And he would just talk about himself and he wouldn't reciprocate the question to me or anything. Really, he wouldn't ask me anything. I would just share or sometimes he'd be telling a story and I'd be like, oh yeah, that reminds me of the time where I, da, 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 da. and then he would just interrupt me and continue with his story. And I was like, okay, I guess I have nothing to say here. <laughs> so anyway, so we had our, you know, coffee or whatever, and it was time for me to go. I think I had to go to work. So it was an early meeting. This was a really early meeting. Um, and we went to the car and we happened, I think we were parked next to each other and, you know, we were going to hug and kiss goodbye and he started kissing me, 
you know, I was kissing him back, started grabbing my ass, like not even trying to hide, not even being discreet. And that's happened before with other guys, but they kind of like at least turn my body where I'm up against the car. So it's not so visible. Nope. He is just grabbing me just like in the middle right there, not even trying to hide or anything. And then I was like, okay. And then I kind of stopped and then he looks at me and smiles and he opens his back door. And I was like, uh, I got to go to work. He's like, just a minute. Just come on, get in, get in just really quick. Just a minute. Get in, get in. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And I thought he just wanted to make out more aggressively or get more touchy feely, which I was okay with. And then he starts, you know, doing all the stuff. He starts rubbing my pussy kind of aggressive over, over my pants and, you know, doing all, you know, and he was just a little too aggressive. And then, and then I did like graze his, his penis over his pants and stuff. Well, I guess he thought that wasn't okay to just reach down and pull it out. We were sitting in the back. He was sitting in the back in the middle part that was kind of on the, on the side, but he was sitting right in the middle. He had this SUV. And so he sits kind of high. So if you look directly from the outside, if you're looking through the front windshield, you can see all the way in, you can see him clearly. And he's sitting there with his legs open and his fucking heart on right there. And I saw somebody that I know they saw. And so I'm like, oh shit. And so I kind of put my, my arm across his, his leg. I try to cover it with my forearm and I felt really uncomfortable. And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, come on, just really quick. And so he grabs my hand and puts it around his dick. And I was like, okay, like I literally just said no. And I'm thinking, did I say no? Or did, did I, and I started questioning, like, did I just say no? <laughs> did I just think it and not say it or what, you know? And so, okay, so it's in my hand, whatever. And I was kind of curious, you know, and um, he also claimed it was this huge dick and, you know, it was just average. It wasn't a huge, you know, big old penis. Um, and so I stroked it a little bit and I was like, oh, okay, that's enough. I got to go. And then he's all, oh, come on, you know, and I was like, no, he's all, and he was like kissing me at the meantime and trying to, you know, I don't know, just get, he was like super aggressive and I, and I, and I kept saying, oh, no, I got to go, you know, and I kept saying, no, he wasn't listening. And it got to the point where I literally reached down grabbed a zipper and tried to zip it up. Like I literally nicked his penis. I almost zipped his penis. I almost did a, what's that movie? Something about Mary. I almost did a something about Mary on him. Okay. And I nicked it. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, he jumped. And I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought it was inside. I was just going to zip it up and be like, that's it. We're done. And, and then he like kind of stops and looks at me and gets this grin on his face. And I, and I told him, and I was like, no, don't say that I have to kiss it and make it feel better. No. And I said, I have to go. He's like, oh, okay. Okay. And I think, and then he put it away. And I think that's when you realize like, oh shit. Okay. You know, 
And I was like, I literally had to like run out the door and leave. And that was it. I had to go to work. I had to freaking, I had to work the whole day. And I told my husband briefly about it via text. Once I got home, talked about it. And then he's like, nope, you are not seeing that guy again. He wasn't listening to you. And he was being too aggressive with you. And he's like, nope. And I'm like, I agree. I don't want to see him. So I messaged him and I told him it's not going to work out. We, you know, it's just the chemistry wasn't there for me. And, you know, and then he, he was like, what did he say? He responded like, what? Like, what are you? Like, he was so shocked. You know, he's like, are you serious? And I was like, uh, first of all, you don't, you didn't care to ask me this. You don't, you just talked about this, blah, blah, blah. You were talking about yourself. You didn't care about me. Second of all, I kept telling you no, and you weren't listening to me. And then I, and then I said, I practically had zip, put the zipper up and zip up your dick in order for you to freaking listen to me. And then he's like, oh, I apologize. I thought we were playing. Um, you know, I thought, you know, you were just, you know, like it was a game, you know? And I was like, oh no, you're, you're one of those dudes that, you know, oh, he was a football coach too, you know? And it's kind of like, I was like, oh, you were one of those aggressive football players, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Um, that's what came to mind. But because, you know, just the way he was acting, no means no. Okay. For anyone out there, men, women, no means no. Whether they're playing and laughing as I'd say it, no, it's still no. Um, but anyways, um, that was it. I just, I couldn't handle it anymore. So, yeah, so those are just, you know, sometimes they are sexy and it just doesn't turn out for one reason or another. It doesn't always have to be the guy's fault. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's my fault, but it just doesn't work out. And there's a lot of, you know, how they say there's a lot of frogs that you have to kiss in order to find a prince. I guess it's the same thing <laughs> with finding a good bull and a single male or a third or whatever you want to call them or a unicorn even like you kind of have to find the right person that can meet your needs and you can meet their needs and you communicate well and you get along and your personalities mesh well and there's so many things that need to align your schedules even there's so many things that need to align in order for it to be a good match, that it makes it very difficult for that to happen. And, but it's okay, you know, just keep trying, be patient, and it'll happen sooner or later. Um, I'm still looking for my long-term bull somewhere. I do have some potentials to play with and continue playing with, um, but... I don't know. I'm just looking for that one perfect male unicorn, you know, to, you know, sweep me off my feet and, and give it to me really good and make me happy so that I can make my husband happy as well. So, um, so yeah.
that's how it goes in this lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my Latina Hot Wife Adventures. If you'd like to contact me, you can do so via email at latinahotwifepodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at latina underscore hotwife or via my Snapchat. All one word, Latina Hot Wife PC. PC stands for podcast. Please let me know if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. I would really love to hear from you and any sexy adventures that you would want to share with me. But until next time, you guys take care.